The story you're about to hear is based on true events from the individual. Discretion is advised while listening to Life Record series as the individuals tell their story in their own words. Thank you for listening to the Coco Show podcast right here on freedomkradio.net. KDS with the Coco Show podcast. Definitely want to give a shout out to our Freedom K Radio team, Hustleman Radio Live, John Morrison, um, and, and just the team itself, David Strand, uh, Chantal, um, and Shanti on our show. Um, they are not here, of course, in this moment. Um, this this is actually a passion of mine that I just, I, I don't know, I just felt led to, to compile a few testimonies that have really just resonated with me and I wanted to share it with the world. So this is something I've kind of taken upon myself um, with the permission, of course, of our team. In addition, you will hear from our team, but it will be from a different perspective because I want to add that shock value um, from what for what all this will bring together and, and, and create. Um, at the same time, I want everyone listening to really take an account of your life um, and make sure that you know, the direction you're heading in is is the way of God and not your own. Um, I, I know a lot of us will go through life aimlessly and think, well, if I'm a good person, it's good enough. Well, n- not so much. And I want people to hear these testimonies and really take it to heart. Like these are everyday people living, uh, living their life and doing things. And, you know, God speaks to them in different ways. And I want you know, these testimonies to just really show you that um, you're never truly alone at the same time. Um, you, you you have to rely on God and not necessarily on your own strengths. When you're going through life and you're dealing with situations, um, it is important to know that he's there for you. And I just want people to really grasp that concept and take God seriously and this life seriously. Um and I believe we can do this through this testimony. So without further ado, I definitely want to introduce our special guest today, Shan Laura. Will you say hey to the people? 
Yes, hello. Hello, everyone. And um, um, first of all, I just want to say that um, I just want to welcome the Holy Spirit here. I just want to welcome the Holy Spirit here into this conversation for all hearers, for everyone to have an ear to hear because he is the most honored guest. Absolutely. So I just invite the Holy Spirit. He comes first and foremost before anybody. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, Shanlora, she has a testimony that I wanted to share on this platform with all of you. Um, so a lot of this uh, segment will definitely be uh, for her story. Um, so let's start with a little bit of uh, background of, of where you're from, um, kind of where you reside, you know, and just, I guess, your your life before the experience to kind of go into it. Okay, yes. I, um, um I was born in Pickens County in Pickens, South Carolina. Um, I grew up in um, a small place, and it's called Dacusville, um, South Carolina. Um, I was, um, I'm 56, so I just turned 56 in April. And before I started living for the Lord, um, honestly, I mean, I'm, I'm not scared to tell my testimony whatsoever because God will get the glory out of it. Um, I lived my life for myself, and I um, I thought it was all about me, and everything had to go my way. Everything was to go my way, and um, even in my relationships. Um, I've now been married six times, and um, it all of the first five went my way, and the the last one. I thought I could. I thought I heard from the Lord to marry this man, but there was something hesitant. And um, I married him within a couple of days. And um, but when we do things our way, then it it don't turn out for what God wants. If we marry someone out of God's will, then we we have to work on that relationship. It's a, a much harder life to work on than when God brings two people together. And you'll know if, if that man has not asked you to marry him, then in a certain amount of time, then it's, that's not that's not a God because God's going to bring the two people together and you're going to know. Um, my daddy, um, he drank uh, when we were young. And um, mm. the, my, my parents split up a couple times. Um, but I can say... Most of our lives, our parents were together, even though my daddy drank his alcohol. But when he had a heart attack when he was 40, mm. um, he stopped drinking and he stopped smoking because he said he wasn't going to let um, that be the death of him. And he actually lived a long life. And and if, if I don't know if today is the 5th or the 6th. The 6th. Okay, well, today is my daddy's birthday, and oh. he is in heaven. <laughs> that Happy birthday. birthday. Thank God. <laughs> oh, I'll man. never forget this. That's awesome. Yeah, and when my father passed away, everyone, um, I was so at peace with it. Even when my, mama, my mother passed away, I had a sister to pass away last year, I've been so at peace that I'm not scared to die because I know where I'm going because I live for the Lord. When my daddy passed away, um, he told me to leave the home because he had just passed away. I was the last one there, to, and I didn't get to see him take his last breath 
because it wasn't meant for me to. Mm-hmm. I didn't get angry or anything. It was just completely fine that he went in peace. And um, the Lord told me to go. He told me to leave and to go home. And I said, are you sure, Lord? I just want to be here with my daddy at this moment. Mm-hmm. He said, no. He said, go. Go in peace. So as I go down the road from where my parents live, God brought light, and it was 11 o'clock at night, between 10 and 11 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. He brought the road, the lights beamed up from the road. It was gold, and it was sparkling diamonds that come up off the road. Like, I knew my daddy was walking into heaven because mm-hmm. he showed me the path of what he was walking on. It was gold. It was white. It was glittery just like diamonds shining mm-hmm. so that's what he had shown me with my daddy and um praise god for that because he he was he showed me he comforted me right then mm-hmm. but um back to my my life as i live things my way um i've actually um was in escort for many many years mm-hmm and that's where um, I was broken and kept going to a relationship one man after another man after another man because I kept trying to find something that, um, which was love, I guess. I thought what I thought was love. I thought I always found it in a man. Mm-hmm. And then I thought it was in money. And I lived my life for that way for a long time. And then I was like, there's something that's just not right. It just is not right. Mm-hmm. So I finally started um, just praying and, and, and seeking the Lord's face. And um, he told me to pick up my Bible, and um, I, which I've never been one to read. I never liked to read. I've never read a, a book in my life except when I, go to, when, was in, when I was in school. And then I still wouldn't read it. I would skim through it. Yeah. But when I started reading the Bible, I literally seen his words come alive and come up off the page like I was soaking them up like mm-hmm. a sponge. And um, then I could start hearing him like so clear speaking to me. And then in my walk in these last 10 years, um, it's been... 10 years since I have changed my life and stopped living a life of what I used to do and doing things my way and finally started listening to the Lord and and give things up mm. um, because everything comes with a sacrifice and Jesus paid the ultimate sacrifice yeah. and when I realized that what a sacrifice he did why, why are we not sacrificing? Because he sacrificed his life. Mm-hmm. So this thing's here on earth. We need to sacrifice. That We need to lay down and need, we need to just lay down, put him behind us. Because when we put it down, until you put it down, you don't know what God's got for you. Yeah. We, we just have to lay it down and let God. Mm-hmm. Um, I was um, going to church sitting on the back row um, I, I, I swear I kind of felt comfortable I guess that nobody 
could see me, and I was sitting back there with the elderly lady. And um, I did that for a couple years, and then um, I started feeling differently, like in the uh, praise music. A song come on, and I just I didn't know what was going on with me, mm-hmm. and I just started weeping and crying, and I, <clears throat> I went into... Um, <laughs> in the Baptist church, touching everybody on the back row. Mm-hmm. I touched everybody on the back row, telling them that God loves them, God loves them, God loves them, God loves you, Jesus loves you. Down beside me, all the ones in front of me, and um, most Baptist churches are not like that. They they are not what, what I was experiencing. They don't do that in the Baptist church, the, the ones that I've been into, and I've been into quite a few. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I didn't understand what was going on, but I was like, praise God, thank you, Jesus. I just feel good. I might be crying, but then people needed to be touched. But what happened in that church, it happened for a reason. Mm-hmm. And um, so as I was starting to praise the Lord and go to the altar more, um, and I was seeing people wouldn't go into the altar, I would stand there and pray as my walk was getting stronger with the Lord. And I would stand up and pray in the church and say, Lord, rise them to their feet and tell the pastor for them to hold hands. Mm-hmm. Lord, let them hold hands that everybody will be connected. And when they're connected, I said, Lord, let the Holy Spirit flow through these people. That we're all touching hands. We're all in one court and we're all touching so, Father God, may you run through them like electricity and let the light be shown, Lord. Let them feel your love. May you touch them, God, in a mighty way. And he would. Then they would be in the altar. Because I, I know that when you touch and you connect and you pray, that that's two or more gathered. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting there and other people might be praying their own prayer. And then some might be thinking, I wish this is over, but when two or more are gathered, God is going to do something mighty. The other thing that I do is when I go to church or if I go to pretty place that's in South Carolina, um, which is a beautiful place. A lot of people right here in South Carolina knows where pretty place is. You can Google that and see where it's the open church with... Um, some people can go out there and worship, and there's a cross. Um, I think I saw that I, on your social media page as well. Pardon? I was saying, I think I think I saw that on your social media page as well. Yeah, yes, yes. I, I have social <coughs> media um, on Facebook, and I do all my <coughs> ministry on there. Um, and it's under Shan Laura <coughs> Ramey, and that's S-H-A-N-N-L-A-U-R-A. <coughs> And Laura, and then Rainy, R-A-M-E-Y. Mm. Um, and so when I go somewhere, um, I go in expectation of God showing up and showing out. Yeah. Because I want him to show me something. I want to see him. I want to see those miracles. I want to see those signs. I want him to show up. Mm-hmm. He's got an army of angels that will show up. I see Jesus. I seen Jesus yesterday when I went to Pretty Place. Mm. 
And beautiful is his face. Beautiful is his face. And and I know I know that we cannot see God's face because his glory is that bright, that bright that we cannot see him, nor will we ever see him. Mm-hmm. Now we'll see Jesus when we go to heaven, and I've seen Jesus while I've been here on earth. So one of my testimonies I want to tell y'all is when I went to heaven. Um, a little over 10 years ago, I died twice in three months. I've seen everything that went on. The first time I died, um, they gave me a cortisone shot. Come to find out, um, um, uh, allergic to cortisone mm. so I went in cardiac arrest I've seen everything they done to me in the back of the ambulance and um to where they had to cut everything off of me and they was like there for hours trying to work on me to bring me back to life and I've I seen it all what they was doing there was they had three ambulances out there I see the three ambulances with the men kept going in there because they kept working on me But I just stayed right there. I stayed right there watching them. The second time was about three months later because I went in cardiac arrest. I had to go to a heart doctor because my heart was weak. I had, uh, um, my heart rate was real low. I forgot what it was called. Bradycardia, I believe. And um, so I went to the heart doctor and they wanted me to do a stress test. I was so weak that I couldn't do it. So they ordered for a nuclear stress test. Okay, this is three months later. I'm still trying to get over to process the first the first time by mm-hmm. and, and getting my energy built back up. And I was so weak. I, I tell you, Satan was really trying to take me out because he, he, he will try to take you out just like he did Job. Take everything from him. What's up? This is your girl JoJo. You're listening to the Coco Show podcast. On freedomkradio.net. There's one. There's another one. And another one. Holy! Get more than you ever imagined. When you trade your games for something new at GameStop, where 150 titles are worth $15 or more. Power to the players. Switch to Boost Mobile and get unlimited gigs so you can download all the music you want. But there's more. With Boost, you get a fast nationwide network so the beat never stops. But there's more. You also get four lines for $25 per line per month plus four free phones. Switch to Boost Mobile and get four lines with unlimited gigs for $25 per line per month, plus four free Samsung Galaxy phones, all on our super reliable, super fast network. And the second time, I go, and my sister goes with me, and um, they, they put the IV in and did the first part, and I tell my sister, I said, I'm not feeling so good. I feel like, I, I feel like I'm fixing to pass out. And, um... It hadn't been in me long, and I, I finally told a nurse that walked by, I said, ma'am, I said, I'm, I'm fixing to go out. 
I said, I, I got to lay down. And I laid down in the floor, and she went and told them they got me a ring because I'm going to do the nuclear stress test. It's usually a lot of elderly people when they are having it done who mm. can't walk real good and stuff. So they put me in a room and took me on the table in a, in a chair and laid me back. And they said, we're going to put the second part of, <clears throat> into your IV. I said, okay. I said, but I'm not feeling well. Mm-hmm. So they put the second part in me. And when they did, I said, I'm fixing to go out. I'm going out right now. And she said, no, keep your legs. I said, I can't keep my legs. I can't move. I said, I'm going out. I'm going out right now. Mm. I simply laid back. I went out. I seen the nurses panicking. They were female and male nurses. They were running panicking. Mm. They go and get the doctors. There was three doctors standing at the foot of my bed while they was putting IVs, another IV in my arm and putting stuff in me to bring my blood pressure up because it had been bottomed out and I was done in cardiac arrest again. So they was in there working on me in, in the office. And um, they, they, I could see, I could see the male nurse on my right side, on my left side, mm-hmm. and the female on my right side, and the doctors at my feet. And um, then they just, they just kept working. And then I, I finally come to because I could, I was watching what they was doing. And um, and then I. Um, another doctor had come in because he had heard of what was going on. So he come in and they made sure that I was okay and they got me stable and everything. And then after that, it took me a long time to where I had to have a um, a plaque in my car for um, handicap because I was so weak from the, the two cardiac arrests from three months apart. Um, and, I, and I kept saying, God, please help me. You know, I said, I don't know what I'm going through, but I trust you, God. And I said, God, here I am at a young age and got a um, a parking plaque, you know, handicapped parking plaque mm-hmm. to park cluster. And I said, God, I, I don't want to be like this. I, I don't want to have a handicap. I want to be healthy. I want to be able to walk. I, I don't want what's going through me. And God, it's going to take time. So God, please, please help me to get my strength up. And he did. He answered not just only my prayers, but my thoughts. Mm-hmm. So um, I started getting stronger. And and I started, you know, walking slowly and just doing things slowly in his timing. And... He would tell me to walk, or he would tell me to ride my bicycle, or just um, some type of exercise, but go at a, you know, at a moderate pace of doing any and everything. Don't be in a rush. Just go at a pace. And I did that, and he healed me from that to where I never, after um, the plaque run out, I don't keep me if they last like five years, maybe four years. Um, I did not go back and reapply nor ask my doctor to give it to me. I didn't want to abuse the system because a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. And when you go through an experience of what I did to where I couldn't walk, I would, I would even go in Walmart and I'd have to sit down because I couldn't walk far at all. 
that happened a lot. But when I got to where I could walk, no, I didn't want that plaque. I kept thanking God from what he brought me through, what I went through. There's things that we go through that we don't understand. Mm -hmm. Someone right now is going through, not just someone, a lot of people right now, you're going through things that you don't understand. You don't know why you're going through it, but know that it's going to be a testimony that you're going to tell someone. Mm -hmm. Because what you go through, you're going to speak to someone else, and it's going to help that person. That's what we do. We're to go out here and live in this world and to be testimony. We're to be disciples, not just in the Bible, but now. Mm -hmm. Every day, we're to, we're to be living for the Lord. We're to please Him. How many, how many people were out there actually after God's heart instead of their own heart? I am. I'm after God's heart. So when God sees that we're after his heart and his love, then he'll change things. So um, the one testimony, there's two. I've got several, but the one, I, I did go to heaven, but it was not the times that I went in cardiac arrest. <clears throat> this is this has been um, between five to six years ago, I was sitting in my apartment and uh, my oldest son lived with me at the time. And um, I'd been on Facebook, met a few friends on there and I was chatting with a girl named Bridget. And um, she's younger, I think she's now like 40. And um, we was talking about the Lord and how um, he comes and visits her in her bedroom and he sits on the bed and talks to her because she's got her own um, life and death experience of overdose and of drugs. I've never taken drugs. Mm. I've, I've, the only time I ever drink is when I would go dance and live worldly. I don't live worldly now. Um, I try to live closely as I can in the spirit instead of, of the earthly and of the world. Um, but in that apartment, I would pray and just talk to the Lord. I would just talk to him and he was showing me things. I'd see his angels watching over me. I would see him in my room dance with me. But that particular night, I was sitting in a chair texting my friend through Facebook Messenger. I was talking about the Lord and all of a sudden I told her, I said, I feel dizzy. I said, and it, it, I just feel dizzy. And I put, I text I-D-X, because I was trying to spell, I feel dizzy, but I, I put I-D-X. And I just simply laid my head back, and I could hear my phone dinging because she was trying to message me, but I, I don't know if she felt something or what, but she just, she didn't reply back to me. But when I laid my head back, I seen my self, my spirit come out of my body because I seen myself sitting in the chair with my phone in my hand. And I go through the roof and then I'm up in the sky. I come and I'm looking down on the, the whole apartment and everything's getting smaller. And then I start 
literally screaming for Jesus. Jesus, where are you? Jesus, Abba Father, Abba Father, where are you, Abba Father? Jesus, where are you? And I could hear these wings. And they kept going further, further away until earth was so tiny that I couldn't see it no more. And I'm really screaming then, Jesus, where are you, Jesus? And all of a sudden, I seen the face of what I thought was a white cat. And it went around me. It, it, it was doing a circle of, of three times it went around me that I seen it. And I looked at it and I stopped screaming, but I could see it. What I thought was a white cat, but it was actually a white line. And it was the line of Judah. Then after I seen that, and, and then still I hear wings. I hear wings flapping. It was an eagle. The eagle had um, took me so far up into the sky. I, I was just still screaming, Jesus, where are you? And then all of a sudden, um, it was like a, something else grabbed me. It was like, I, I, I'm assuming it was the Holy Spirit that grabbed a hold of my body. Or not my body, but my spirit. Because when I did, it was like I felt a release from one and went to another. It was like I went to another level. And when I did, when I opened my eyes at that time, it's like I closed them and I opened them. And I seen the first level of heaven that I went through was mountains of diamonds. It was diamonds. It was so glittery, so shiny. It was so bright. It was like um, the the closest thing that I can explain is when you go slow skiing and the sun comes out and you got to put on sunglasses. And when you take your sunglasses off, it's so bright, you squinch. Mm-hmm. But it was so beautiful to see mountains of diamonds. Just It was just beautiful, glittering. And then I, I couldn't, I, I wasn't screaming for him then because that caught my attention. And then I went to the next level with all greenery. It was all green, beautiful mountains. It was just beautiful <clears throat> gold, I mean, beautiful green mountains. Just everywhere, green fields, beautiful colors of green. And I went to the next level. And at that time then, I was wearing a lot of dresses. My hair was extremely long. Um, I remember later on after I put my testimony up on Facebook that when the Holy Spirit released me as I sit down on the throne room, of where God was at. I did not look up because I could not look up because it was so bright. But God knows because my hair was long. My hair was in front of my face, covering my face because his glory is that bright. But God knows I love to touch everything. So I sat on my side of my hip with my skirt over my legs and or my dress. And I would feel of the throne room. I took my hand and would rub it. And it was so smooth, I can't even explain what it feels like because there's nothing on earth that feels like that because it was so smooth, it was so beautiful. And as God spoke to me and I said, yes, Lord, I'll obey. Yes, Lord, I'll be obedient. I said, yes, Father, I will do the things you ask me to do, and I'll be obedient, and I'll obey. 
And I said, I love you, Lord. I love you, Father. Thank you, Father. And then all of a sudden, I seen Jesus walk over with a white robe, a white gown on. And I and I know it was Jesus because I could see the, the, the glow that come with him. And he come over and kissed me on the left side of my forehead. And to this day, I still feel the impressions of his lips kissing the left side of my forehead, mm. which that means he was on the right hand side of God because he kissed me on the left side of my forehead. And as soon as Jesus kissed me on my forehead, immediately I was back in my body. I've lied, I've cried, I've died on the inside before. I've learned that there's more in store, yes, you and me. these things exist 
that, that I'm to, uh, to be a disciple. I to, to, am to lay hands on. Whatever God wants me to do in that moment, when I come across somebody, whether if I lay hands on or if I'm to pray with them or if I'm to give them a word or if I'm to intercede for somebody, whatever it is God has for me to do in any moment of the rest of the days of my life, I will be obedient to God. Mm-hmm. And that's what I've been doing ever since then. Um, it's beautiful how God will show people things. And then some people, um, God touches and he lets certain people go to heaven. He lets certain people see things. But there are some people out there that's jealous because they don't get to experience that. Mm-hmm. And it's not that there's anything wrong with the person who don't get to experience that. Maybe it's just not your timing. But I can tell you, everything is perfect in God's timing. Yeah. Everything. And it's by faith. Remember, it's by faith. To even what I say, and I'm going to tell you right now, he also showed me what hell looked like mm-hmm. years later. That scared me. I was standing on the side of the bank. I actually laid down on the couch to take a nap because mm-hmm. I was so exhausted. Because sometimes when the Lord takes you through something or he pours out his spirit, you can't eat, you can't eat, you can't, you can't do anything but think about him and love him and read about him and, and just learn things. But when he took me to hell, I stood there on the bank and started crying. And Jesus appeared because it was a lake of fire. I seen it. It was a lake of fire. And Jesus said, don't cry. Go tell them this place exists. I said, yes, my Lord, I will. And that's exactly what I've been doing. And I've been telling people that you got to repent of your sins. And repentance means change. Change your heart and change your thinking. When you start thinking something about somebody, put on some praise music. Start praising them. Whatever you're feeling in your heart, you've got to change. You cannot stay the same person you was Mm -hmm. and think that you're going to heaven. You have to change your heart, your thinking your fruits because people will see your fruits of how you're living how you're speaking how you're walking mm-hmm. we simply have to to just show people love and repent of our sins and watch the change that he'll do in your life because in all of it God gets the glory out of all of it. Yeah. There's there's so much more I could even say that I went through. I'm so grateful that God changed my life from who I used to be to who I am now because I know right now He He changed me. He's molding me. And I'm grateful that I have the opportunity to speak into other people's lives 
and I know I'm going to heaven. I know. I see myself standing there. And I'm looking over and I see. I see earth. Because I'm already there. I was just sent here to do an assignment that I've been doing. And everybody has a choice. Because if God knew us before we were formed in our mother's belly, he already knew what you was going to do when you come to this earth. Mm-hmm. He's just wanting to see if you're going to come back to your first love and you come back to him. Yeah. And that's where free will comes in. People want to live their way and do what they want, but they don't, they don't know that they come from heaven because God knew us. He still knows us. He still knows what we're going to do. We have to fight our flesh. We have to tell it no. We have to tell our, our thinking no. And I do that by putting on praise music or getting in the Word. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've, I've, I've grown so close to the Lord that your, your walk will change, your fruit will change how people will see you. Because you'll know when you change and, and when a person changes and starts living for the Lord. And if you want to know how you really know that you've changed is when people come up you have that anointing on you mm-hmm. and people will come up out of the blue and want to touch you because they actually see Jesus in you it's not me but it's Jesus that they see yeah. and they'll want to touch you because they want what's in you and that is Jesus Christ I've been so blessed. I can tell you, anyone right now, people have their theories on paying tithes and not paying tithes. When I went in cardiac arrest those two times, they they put it and made it to where I was disabled and I, I couldn't work anymore. Um, because, um, you know, my heart weakened. Other things happened to me and I I went out and tried to do some work but I get extremely exhausted I get really tired but I want someone to know out there no matter what you're going through and no matter how much money you have and you're dependent on that money God said test me Pay, pay your 10% or the tithe to him and you can test God that's the only one thing that you can test him is on your tithe I pay my tithe every month but not to just a certain place or a certain church which I do at my church that I attend but I pay it to the church that's growing not the big beautiful church that thousands of people attend to I pay it to the one that's growing in the word. The fruit is showing of the church. The true church of God. The true church of people. And when I pay my tithes, 
you, you, all I can say is you can't outgive God. And honestly, I should give him 90% and I keep 10% because God meets all my supplies and all my needs and everything. Yeah. I want people to know right now that God loves you. He loves you so much that he sent his only begotten son, his only son he sent for you. He loves you that much. That's how much God loves us that he sent his son. There's somebody right now, you're struggling, you're struggling between that, that demon of a drug and you want to live for the Lord. Tell Satan no. Just tell him no every day. Tell him no. I live for the Lord. I love the Lord Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ lives in my house. In the name of Jesus, there's going to be a change in your life when you start telling the devil no. Every day say, God, I need your help. Not my help, but God, your help because I rely on you, God, to help me. You got to confess with your mouth. You got to say, God, I need your help. God, I need you to help me to put these cigarettes down because these cigarettes is not good for my body. Mm. We have to have a temple. Our bodies are a temple for God. Yeah. And we have to use our bodies as God intended it for it to be. I also want people to know that in the beginning, God, when he created Adam, he, he gives Adam a helpmate of Eve. And I want the women to pray with the women and the men to pray with the men. That was the way it was to be in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And how it got confused is because God blowed into Adam's nostrils. So therefore, he had a relationship with Adam that he blowed into his nostrils. And the way that he connected with Eve, Satan connected with Eve because she come from his rib Adam's rib mm -hmm. so she come from Adam even though God made her she come from Adam's rib Satan the serpent whispered to her because he couldn't get to Adam because his relationship with Adam God and Adam was so strong he deceived and twisted the words of God with Eve that's why women are to go with the women and pray and talk to and the men go to the men and talk to and confess your sins and when I say confess your sins go to um, someone that you can trust mm -hmm. don't keep holding the man speak speak your testimony to somebody say hey I've done this and I'm feeling convicted about it and I just need a friend I just need someone to tell and if there's any of y'all out there that want to reach out to me especially y'all ladies I'll be more than gladly to speak to you I know that messages go into another folder when we don't have friends in common and if the men are out there I can send you 
two godly men that I know around the world that are godly men and the godly women that I've met that God has put through my path. <clears throat> and and I actually have someone who just come up from Florida that we met on Facebook. Mm-hmm. She's 28 years old. And she'd been wanting to come up here for a couple of years because ever since she's seen Pretty Place, she wanted to come. So she come up here on Tuesday morning. She left out at 4.30. And she come here. And I'm taking her to, to these places because I heard the Lord say a couple of weeks ago, tell the men to go to the mountain and seek my face and I will give them a revelation to give the word. Hmm. And, I, and I did that. And, and then there is someone that lives in California. He come out here. He stayed with my sister. He slept in her bedroom while she slept on the couch because it was uh, it was not uh, to get together. It was for him to come to the mountains to seek God's face, and we're not even friends on Facebook. And then when she was wanting to come, I told her she said she she would pray about it, and then she would come on a Wednesday. And the Lord spoke to me and said, "Where is your faith?" That was the message I was to give to her. She said, I'm coming tomorrow. Mm. And she come here on Tuesday with her four-month-old baby. We did not tell nobody. I, I, I let just a few people that I know to pray. Because you don't put it out there on Facebook world or mm-hmm. or, or let your family know or, or friends know. Keep that secret to, between you and that person when you're doing work for the Lord or you mm-hmm. want to seek his face. You keep that personal. And only let someone that you know that is of God to pray for you while you're traveling. She come up here and in and, and God's faith with very little money, with her four-month-old, never drone this far, never come to South Carolina, but she stepped out in faith for her to come here to see what God is going to do. Because we're going to go to church on a Friday night, and I think it's called, um, it's a renewal, it's a renewal Friday night church, and it's O'Neill Church of God in Greer, South Carolina. If anyone is in that area, it's this Friday night, it's 7 o'clock at O'Neill Church of God, and all is welcome. And it's on Barry Mill Road. Um, and so we're looking forward to that. And not only am I looking forward, I'm going in expectation. I know God's going to show up in a mighty way. People are going to get touched. I love living for the Lord. My life has changed so much. He has blessed me abundantly, abundantly. I, 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 I can't do nothing but thank him and give him the praise and honor and glory for all that he's done for me and me changing, him changing me and the things that's happened in my life. You know, I, I just want to just, I just want to thank God. I just right now with the, with the ears for the ones who have ears to hear, I'm just going to say a simple prayer. I'm just going to, again, welcome the Holy Spirit here. Yeah. 
your heavenly father with with the ones that are listening father god i just ask you to touch the heart lord and let you touch them that they'll feel your love if they grew up without a father god they forgot you are the father thank you father for all of us lord may you just show mercy and grace to us lord as you have may someone right now may they rededicate their life to you if they've been living in sin and 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 living the way they want to lord may they right now just rededicate their life to you and be obedient to you and if there's not one saved right now i just think we want you to just ask god into your heart and know that jesus christ is the way the truth and the life and accept him as your savior because jesus was born for us and he died and he shed his blood for us so if you just want to receive jesus christ right now just say it in your heart it's not a simple sinner's prayer it's just accepting Jesus Christ into your heart and knowing that he is your Lord and your Savior because God is the great I am and he loves you that much I thank you Father God for all the listeners that are listening right now Lord may you continue to minister to each one of us including myself may you continue to let the show grow beyond the expectation of what they have may you multiply lord and it grow may they be fishermen lord that you touch and you bring the fishermen in because god you went out and and saved the one jesus saved that one and whoever is this one that's listen, just listen and follow the word of God because he loves you. We thank you for your peace, Lord. I ask you to give the people today joy and laughter. I thank you, Father God. I thank you for all things, Lord. And I just want to tell you that I've seen you a thousand kisses. A thousand kisses. We send to you, Father God. We bless your holy name. And I pray this in Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. 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 Thank you so much for that beautiful testimony and sharing your story with us, Shin Lord. I just, I'm so full right now and I'm so grateful um, for your time and putting the energy into um, this segment for millions to hear. And I just know that with your your words and your courage to to share that story with everyone today, I just know that lives are going to change. And I I greatly appreciate you and I thank God for you. Um, And again, I'll be praying for you for just everything that you're going through currently and just um, in life in general. And I just, again, just I'm overwhelmed, but I, I thank you so much for your time. You're welcome. You're welcome. And it's just all God. Just give him all praise, honor, and glory. And um, I thank you for giving me a call and um, and for this opportunity for people to hear. Absolutely. I, I thank you so much. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. All right. Well, this okay. is the end of this segment. Um, but again, again, there's just so much more to come. And if you have not yet um, gotten yourself right with God and aligned yourself um, with his will, I, I, I urge you, I implore you, please do so right now. And if you need anything from this show, we are always here for you. You are more than welcome to email us at one TCC show at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. So this is it for the Coco Show with me, David Strand. It's chocolate, baby. Thank you for listening to the Coco Show. Check out other episodes on Spotify, iTunes, and Podbean. You can also listen to current episodes on freedomkradio.net. If you have a topic idea that you would like us to discuss on this platform, feel free to email us at 1tccshow at gmail.com. Again, that's 1tccshow at gmail.com. Please like and subscribe to The Coco Show and share with all your friends. Thanks again for listening.